you put uh, a baby, baby like a baby camera, you know, um put that up, but you got to record it somewhere. Do I don't know if baby cameras have recorders. I mean, do they have recorders too besides just cameras? I mean, um, whatever it is, you got to set up yeah, a camera. Yeah, it, you know, the, the, I just don't recommend getting you know, it, it, don't I just recommend not engaging in the gang talking stuff. Just it's like you you pun on that. And they're it's, tormentors. It's, it's, they're not gang stalkers. They're just tormentors. And they are tormenting me. Yes, it's a no-touch torture program. Dave, can I ask a question? Sure. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. There, this this is it's irritating because there are a lot of people that want to talk to you, and I just want to ask this one question, and then I'm just gonna let everybody right. talk. How oh, how how I have been in this program for 17 years. Again, this this is Melinda. Uh-huh. I'm the one with all the papers. Um, how open are you after your walk? How open are you to uh, visit with someone one on one to have a conversation? 17 years is a long. Sure. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I'm I'm totally open to that. You know, you can I can go come in person. You know, talk on Skype. You know, okay. phone call, whatever. Okay, and and you so you'd be totally open to talk one on one with someone. Sure. Yeah. Okay. A- after your walk, I would love to do that because seventeen years, I really, uh, I would really like to talk to you one on one because I think uh-huh. you would be able to answer a lot of my questions. And okay, I will let uh, the no, next person yeah. ask their question. Thank you. I'm Thank sorry, you. I monopolized everything. I just um, Good boy. I'm new to it, and uh, I just need the answers. I hear Ducky Dog. Are you talking to Ducky Dog? Yeah, he's getting in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, but Dave has a He's pushing a cart with Ducky Dog, who's his little Ducky Dog. Is, he, oh, is Ducky no. Dog a, a beagle? What is Ducky yeah. Dog? He's a, he's, a, he's a beagle mix. Yeah, and um, and that's the cutest thing on the face of the earth is this guy trudging along with Ducky Dog in his, yeah. in his car. He, he barks at every single semi on U.S. Highway 50 <laughs> from here. He's very great. That's, pretty, <laughs> that's pretty cute. I think that's a great human interest of all this, you know? Yeah. I also think one Looking of your... it's fun. Yeah, yeah. But I think one of the greatest parts of this story, as I've told you before, it's kind of like that Forrest Gump thing, walking all the way across the country, you know? And I think that is a great human interest story. <laughs> yeah, I, I, sure I was talking. They, yeah. they had a, a family uh, reunion down there. Yeah. And I walked in with the wheels to my uh, the cart. Yeah. Because I had to t- turn back, the, turn the uh, uh, rental car back in. And they said, "What are you a bicyclist? What are you doing? What bicycling across the country?" And I explained the whole thing to him. He's like, "You're walking across your what? Like a forest gump?" <laughs> it's like, and then uh, I had a, I was in uh, I popped into. Uh, McDonald's, um, and you know, sitting there charging up my phone, yeah. and the guy sitting next to me didn't realize I was the one that pushed in the cart. Yeah. And they, they, you know, I got to, you know, listen to their conversations. Like he thinks he's gonna walk across the country. He's, yeah, he's pulling the Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> well, Forrest Gump was a great human interest story, and so are you. Yeah. You know, in but he, time. I think he he walked for three years or something. I don't want to do that. Yeah, really. But you know, he run for three years. Maybe if you could, maybe if it could be advertised as something along the lines of a modern day Forrest Gump walk. Well, maybe that would kind of. <laughs> yeah, there's there's another guy out there. He's doing that exact run right now. He's running running Forrest Gump throughout from Maine to 
California or wherever it was in the movie. <laughs> well, is anybody taking notice, or is he just out there running? I don't know. I came across it came up in one of my news feeds. Yeah, yeah. I think so. He's he's got a you know some kind of following. He, he was more than halfway. He had gone there and then he was on his way back. I think. Well, <laughs> well, I don't. And and your and your and the hotel that you were in was lovely. The one that Ella got for you. For, this is a, yeah, yes. it's incredible. You know, they, and then they switched me uh, from a the smaller two queens into like the suite. So it is absolutely oh, amazing. You're kidding. Yeah, it's got you know like a couch and a couple of <laughs> soft soft chairs, nice leather chair. I mean, like yeah. I went from a, a tent and a just disgusting smelling sleeping pad, you know, with my sweaty dogs. Yeah. And now we can actually, you know, it's to be in the like posh. It's like a kind of a stark contrast there. Yeah. It's and then we'll, we'll probably in a couple of days we'll be right there sleeping <laughs> on the side of U.S. Highway 50 in a tent. <laughs> Behind some barn on that, or something. On that note, though, David, let me interject. On that note, you have not left that hotel in days. <laughs> he does not want to go back out. That's well, a joke, but yeah. <laughs> well, we had uh, the interview here this this today on yeah. five fifty. So it was like uh, you know I we would have been I would have been gone. Um, I know. <laughs> yeah, this morning if I had if they had run it, get out of there. If they had run it, uh, visit the northwest. Uh, no, I'm going on U.S. Highway 50, which runs through uh, Missouri, uh, Kansas, Colorado, and then uh, Utah, Nevada, and California. Um, Do you think this program will 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 really end, Dave? Mm-hmm. That's kind of depends on the TIs. You know, it's it's a matter of you know you get TIs talking about normal things in a way that the public can accept. Yes. yes. But when we we get all, you know it's you know th- been in for thirty years because you have people talking about aliens and reptiles and all kinds of crazy stuff. That's why this program is still going. If you had people talking in a rational manner, it would be over by now. I agree. I think a lot of the times um, when I was talking earlier about the brainwashing triggers, a lot of the people that are researching the Camelot sector, I have trouble understanding them because eighty percent of what they're repeating was the garbage they were programmed with, and the other 20% is what actually happened to them. Interesting. I have a a question. So I'm on a a program because I was, this is a revenge program. So they're rogue people that were hired. It's not a government one. So I know who's doing this to me. And I'm connected to, I've been connected to a hive mind now for two years straight. 24-7, 24-7, and it, I seem to have just crossed over a line here in the last um, month or so. I've been progressively where I feel that they have taken, con- they were progressively trying to take control of my nervous system, like basically running some kind of um, program on my nervous system um, and on my brain. I, I feel those as two separate things um, in order to get more and more control over it. And now, like um, almost like uh, something where I would feel like something was beating on the beating on the front door of a fort or something like that, you know, with a big old tank or something like that. That's well, what would feel here, my body. Here's the thing. This, you know, yeah. I, I think this is one of those things that, you know, what we don't realize that hey, if you can get a, a, a quadriplegic person to stand up and walk, or you can get um, you know, a repower their, um, full, you know, a, a limb. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. get the function back, you know. I, 
it's I think you know it, they probably have control from day one. It, it the progressive uh, you know sort of feeling like it's it's ratcheting up the program. That's the psychological yeah. warfare aspect of this. They probably have full you know the full control uh-huh. before they ever start this program. Okay, I and I kind of have a sense I think of that in in some ways, and I think I do have some kind of mind virus that's been getting worse and worse. Yeah, it's called. And that's I'm, what it is. It's, it it really is. It's called a psychotronic mind virus. It's kind of a passe or outdated uh-huh. term for it, but uh, it it takes input on what you think about. Whatever bothers you, you will get more of. And okay. the, it's kind of like a Chinese finger trap. The the trick is to not struggle against it. So I have a, I have don't, a question. Don't so don't I, don't submit to what. No, don't do not submit to what you know. You're, if you believe that you're being told to do something, don't submit and don't quit. But just decouple from the pro- program as much as you can. That's my recommendation. Just so what I, from the and program? I was, I was just what from the program, Dave? I didn't hear that. Decouple. Stop making decisions based on how your targeting is going. You should make decisions on how you want to live your life. Say, you know, mm-hmm. by me, what I mean by that is okay. I'm gonna eat three healthy meals a day. You know, I'm gonna. You know, wake up at this time, leave a, and of course uh-huh. you do have to make one, you know, one modification in, in that, you know, they do sleep deprivation. So you got to kind of pick a career where you're going to be able to, um, you know, s- schedule like nine hours of sleep because you may only come out with, you know, three or four or five. Uh-huh. But even if they do the sleep deprivation, um, you know, some people kind of, if you have a high speed career, you know, you, know, you end up with only five, six hours to, to get down uh, for sleep at night. And, then, and if you end up with just a couple hours, it's kind of it's going to have a negative so, in, impact on your performance. So that make that makes sense to me. So I have a, I have this question. I'm at a, at a point now with, I don't know if the mind virus has just trashed my mind enough where I'm feeling, not really feeling, but I'm, what I'm experiencing is this full body experience of uh, one of the perps who's in the hive mind literally coming through me and my facial gestures are that person's facial gestures. Yeah. And, that's that's um, pretty common. The, uh, yeah. You know, so, it's, and it's like and a, my body the, feels like I'm a, I'm a, fifth, a 50 or 60-year-old man with a big pot belly and I walk like that person. I don't walk like myself now. Yeah. And so, okay. Yeah, it's an overlay. What am it's I just like a, uh, you point? can record, you know, music and you can play any music song that's ever been you know, recorded, uh, you know, like a, from an MP3, this is, re- you know, the recording of bioelectrical information, and they can play that back to people like, you know, just like a MP3 file can play back music. Okay. So there, what, so in, in going back to what you're saying about not struggling, what's happening is, is, is they're, they're playing this back or however it is, and I would say that I can understand what you're saying. I, I come from high tech, so it's easy for me to understand uh, technical things. So if this thing is coming through and I'm now walking like this person and my face is like this person, this person's really, really a me- very, very mean, mean person. Of course, he's one of the perps, and he's taking control uh, of my face, of my speech, of my of my movements. And every time, every like minute of the Does day, it he's you? geared. Well, I was just say every minute he's geared towards sabotaging or destroying me. Basically, by things I say, things yeah. The I best do. thing, the best thing you can do is is just understand that that's part of the uh, game, and and ignore it as as much as you can. But you know, as a TI, okay. you're going to get bang, beat up and banged up a little bit. That's kind of part right. of the the daily routine. 
Have you have you heard it coupled with um, programming? So during the day, like the, when I say during the day, I don't, they only let me sleep three hours a day. The rest of the time I'm up. And so the rest of the time they're looking through my eyes, which they've done for several months, but now it's like they're looking through and they're directing my eyes like they're doing a, a programming, putting things into bins. Uh, like uh, I have like a six-structure bin. This goes in this bin, this goes in this bin, this goes like in my daily life. Almost like this is allowed. She's allowed to have this, but she's not allowed to have that anymore. And don't yeah, don't of- don't go along with that. Just ignore all that crap uh, and live okay. your life. Okay. I mean, don't don't do not try to decipher what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, okay. it, I think what you get to you you get to a certain point. I mean, there are people that are you know looking for like Masonic numerology and they're, you know they're they'll give you whatever you focus on. You're going to get more of, and that's okay. kind of how it goes. So if you have a certain worry. They're going to use that uh-huh. to their advantage. The best thing to do is just realize that, wow, these guys have a lot more power than I do. And live your, live, live, you know, live your life to the best of your ability and realize that, yeah, they'll probably get the better of you um, often enough, you know, if not you know, uh-huh. daily. And don't play around. Like, don't worry about what they're doing. The best thing to do is, is to uh, uh, kind of have a structured – you know, kind of what live your life and like, what would you do if this was not part of your life type of attitude and, and go, go after, right. your, you know, p- pursue the things that you love and, and do those things uh, every day. Okay. Like don't give them okay. ammunition, right? Don't give them ammunition to, to. Yeah. To, yeah. If you, if, you know, if you, you know, for some, it, it, there's always, you know, whatever you're worried about, they always go after yeah. that. And if you, if it bothers you, they'll keep pressing that button. Yeah. So yeah. like the, my best recommendation is to kind of concede on, on some of these points and and yeah. and focus really hard on on trying to build a quality of life. Yeah, I I've been I've been leaving my house, which is unusual, a lot since I started going back to AA, and I just and they don't like it. They are behind me. They are they you know they do a lot of scary things, and it's just I keep going because they don't like it, and if I just ignore them, I figure they're going to get tired of it. I don't know, but it's just. You know, you gotta you gotta live your life. I I lived in my home for for years without going out. In fact, I used to have somebody do my grocery shopping. You know, I was so scared to leave the house. And uh, yeah, the, the paranoia and the fear is is yeah. You know, for TIs, you gotta get like you gotta just realize. You know, at some point you gotta say, yeah. I'm not gonna be a paranoid person anymore. This is well, not this well, is not working. The reality is not paranoid though. I mean, they're doing yeah, bad yeah, things. Well, That's well, not you paranoia. can't succumb to the exactly. You got to and take you know take extraordinary. Yeah, you got to live. You got to live. Even if this is if it, even if this isn't going to end, and I firmly believe it will. But even if it doesn't, I would rather be at the end of this knowing that I lived anyway, instead of just living around what they were trying to do to me. Yeah, it, it's like you build your own prison with this. Yeah. And it's like you know, yeah. at some point you got to realize, well, why, you know, why don't I just kind of. Suffer through some of the stuff and, and you know, yeah. have a enjoyable existence as much as I can. And the only reaction that I have when I – I do, they do follow me, and they get right on the back of my car, and I've got windy mountain roads to go around. The only thing I can really do is just – this may sound crude, but I just flip them off, you know, it's just, and it's my way of just saying – Screw you! I am not paying. It. I'm not going there with you. I'm not going to be frightened, you know. And I think they back off a little when I do that. I don't know. That makes sense. Um, Dave, Dave, 
you had mentioned that you were warned um, about this program prior to uh, in enrolling in it. Can I? Yeah, I, I, got, I, you know, I, I, yeah, they warned me off. They said, "Dude, don't, don't tackle this. This is too much. You know, back off. You know, go, go do so, your thing and let this be." But I, I couldn't live my life knowing that you know there were people that were suffering. That amen. I'm, my God, you're an angel. And they they yes. told you. Did they? Did you know the the gritty details of this? Program? I knew there was remote neural monitoring. I knew that they would. It would be an overwhelming experience. That if you're involved uh, romantically, they would ruin that. You know, whatever mm-hmm. relationship mm-hmm. you're in. And then I knew that they would take physical control of you. And I had no idea how 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 and how would they pull that off. Yeah. It's like I gotta, I gotta kind of figure this out. What, what? How does this program work? And the only way to do it is to get in it. You know, you're not gonna come across these. You're not gonna come across documents that you would prove this unless you're working in the program. And it's really the, the only option to try to get it exposed. When they were doing, do you have they people? Were doing it the same way that they did it with Dad Frank. One person screaming what? in my face, the other one screamed in one ear, one other person screamed in the other ear, different things. And then their voices would all sync together, and then I'd go to sleep when I go to sleep. And some of the same times when I, I feel like that it's that stuff called voice to skull when I feel that going on. It feels like the suggestions they're giving me in public match up the suggestions that are coming from that. So I do my best to block both out, knowing that that's basically how they're slowly programming and hacking your mind. If any of your 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 friends, I mean, I I I know you had to have friends when you when you were serving. Have you lost yeah. those friends? Lost them? No. Okay. Do do um do they do they have knowledge that they are holding from you? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. What does that mean? Okay. I was cu- I was just curious because. You know, um, you know how when when you're serving, and um, you know, I just I was just curious on if they were afraid to lose their position because they still have you know they still speak speak with you. I was just wondering if you know if you'd lost any because of fear of them losing their position. No, no. Okay. It's just you know okay. it, they're in that position. They won't talk about this program, you know, with me. But uh, they see that, what I write. They, they definitely they definitely see what I write on Facebook. You know, if you have a clearance, you know, you don't. You know, it's kind of incompatible to talk about. Okay. I, that, don't know. I, I guess everybody's different. Everybody might have a different opinion. I can't really speak for them, but. That's have you case. Have you considered getting together with Edward Snowden? Because that. No, I, there's no way to contact him. I, I don't know that he would know anything about this program. Okay. okay. Oh, I think he does. I, 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 I from what I've from what I've yeah. heard of him, I don't think he does. I don't. Really? I I think he knew about the blanket surveillance, but not right. the body hacking stuff. Really? Hmm. Okay. That shocks me. I would think Edward Snowden and you would care. Just tear it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I'm not trying to tear it up. I just want the you know the criminals are if you're doing you know this sort of criminal program, they need to be held accountable for this. I think this is a, you know a group of you know if you have three and a half million people in the government, you know there's there's bound to be you know a small fraction of one percent are up to no good, and that's what 
these people are. It's a group of, uh, you know, I, have, I don't know how many people, or what would it take, 5,000, 10,000 people that kind of run this crap. And, though, you know, some of those people need to, you know, go to jail, you know, so yep. that the, yes. they're, it's yes. a deterrent. You know, and that, that it's not that you know, the whole the whole thing is bad. It's just some guys in one little corner, are, you know, have gotten a, a way to um, run these types of programs in a compartmentalized fashion without telling people the details of what exactly they're doing, and then compromising enough people that can run the uh, criminal portion of it. And those people need to be brought to justice. Amen. Have you ever um, run into any names of these groups? CIA, NSA? Well, I mean, like, one Navy, of the ones I dealt Air with Force. was NAFRA. <laughs> well, that's the thing, is the people that were embedded within the, the Air Force, and specifically um, uh, around, I don't want to mention any places, because I don't want to sound off. However, the, the name of one of the groups that was associated with NAFRA, which is, like, basically a secret society that believes that people's religious beliefs can be turned in on them and made to make them slaves, and it's weird. I was wondering if you've ever you know, heard of anything you know, like that like or heard of anything you know, about Mithra. You look at, like, they're, you know, the government has shown interest in, like, the David Koresh group, and then they yeah. showed interest in, like, the Jim Jones. And yeah. Yeah, they look into that stuff. You know, if people are doing a abnormal kind of thing, you know, they want to make sure they're not, like, stockpiling weapons and stuff like that. But I, I think they do kind of hijack a... You know, they, they call these things spiritual warfare, so they're definitely t- trying to... Uh, yeah, like... You know, they'll use somebody's goats beliefs. Kind of stuff. Right? Like, Mysterio Goats kind of stuff? I know that's a dumb movie about... Um, no, no, that would be like... Warfare, a, that would but... be an example of a, a cover story. So that gr- those Mysterio Goats would be a cover story for the well, real no, yeah, technology that works beneath it. Exactly. I get exactly what you're saying, that they really were working on this stuff, and then they made a comedy to kind of make us laugh about it instead of paying attention to the real events that had happened. Well, no, the, the men who stare at goats, what I'm saying is that entire group, um, that New Age, whatever group, they were there just to, you know, to make the real technology that was being researched. Um, yeah, it was, it's kind of a, it's like the remote viewing people. It's that was just a cover for what this targeting program is. Mm-hmm. Hi, guys. Have you ever experienced anyone who had stories um, of uh, like what I'm familiar with it being called is it's called being a, a flip soldier. It's where they basically train you to, um, as I was mentioning earlier, react to a code word and like you know that dude recently that shot up all those people and said they put a chip in his head and triggered him. Man, his, he looks I don't real know. familiar. I don't remember that one. Well, he's real familiar. You know, he's he looks exactly like a couple of the guys, and they all they're all meant to kind of look like each other, so that way they can be passable as each other. And it's it's weird that the guy that was always shaking seemed like he was going to talk is now the guy that I see on the news. Yeah, I don't uh, know what you're talking about. Dave, you've never heard of this before, is what you're saying? You've never heard of anybody uh, being taken as one. Um, uh, let me see if I can try to make it more clear. They take us when we're kids for getting high scores. They brainwash us, and then they try to repurpose us. Some of us, they give us new names and families and uh, describe it off. Some of us, they... Um, I've never heard of that. I, I, you know, I, I don't know anything about that. So you've never heard of anybody being targeted for coming out of a military program that was meant to, um, how do I put it, 
makes him not remember that program? Uh, you know, I, I know that they were working on that with the MK Ultra stuff, but I haven't heard uh, anyone specifically coming out of uh, you know, coming out of a program being able to kind of prove that out. All right, thank you. Uh, Dave, are you familiar with uh, Philip Haney? I've heard that name. Okay. He's got a book out called See Something, Say Nothing. I just finished it. He's got the same kind of integrity that you have, and I really admire it. So you might check into what he's, he's a recent um, recent whistleblower, and uh, he's, uh-huh. retired. he's older than you are, and he's re- recently retired. But you might check his book out. Okay. He's on YouTube. What topic does he deal with? Touch on. Well, he was a uh, he was an original member of Homeland Security, and he kept finding information, putting it together, and he's able to use both sides of his brain. I mean, he's good with the details, but he also put, connects the dots. You know, like I'm starting yeah. to do. Okay, he's a very smart man, and he was he he had so much information there that he was investigating because they uh, didn't like the fact that he was getting all this information out there. And it's proven that um, that the information that the somebody, I mean, that, you know, it's very compartmentalized, uh, somebody deleted all of that information, and it could have been helpful in preventing some things like San Bernardino, uh, Orlando, and some of the shootings that took place there. So you might check him out. I think you could identify with him. Maybe. Okay. I, I don't think he knows about this, frankly, but uh, you know how that goes anyway. But anyway. Mm-hmm. anyway, take care. Bless you. Thank you for what you're doing. Yeah. Um, hey, Dave. Um, this yeah. is Ella. This, I don't ask you many questions. <laughs> um, I just was curious. Um, when you were in the military and you decided to get yourself in this program, did you have buddies that knew what you were doing? And what happened when you found out? That, how did you actually know you were in the program at that point? Okay, so they they have um, pre-planned responses for, you know, certain situations in the world. So let's say they, they like, mine the – somebody mines the Strait of Hormuz, which goes, like, from the Persian Gulf to the Arabian Sea. There's a, a book. There's a playbook for that. Or, or say some, you know, there's a, you know, big natural disaster. You know, there's a playbook for that. There's also a playbook for, um, you know, if somebody's talking about like a high, highly classified program. So, my 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 big thing is, you know, you, you it's like an antagonistic cooperation thing. Um. Yeah, some of them, you know, some of them did, you know, that knew what what I was trying to do, and I had to kind of, you, you've got to be able to play it at work, you know, because you, you're still working in an environment where, you know, you can, if you talk about this stuff, you can get sent off for a psyche valve, but at the same time, you know, when you're trying to discredit someone, you know, there, there's a process they go through, uh, for, you know, this this is a process. Um, so, yeah, some of them knew... Uh, a little bit about it, and um, you know they kind of played their hand along with it. It's one of those things. It's like a they kind of some of them kind of saw what I was doing, and they understood it. But they have to take the position of um, I guess the kind of the dis- discrediting part for some of them, and then other people didn't under, quite understand it and 
went along with some of the, kind of the shaming portion of it. Shaming of you? Yeah. Your friends, your people in in the navy shamed you. Well, yeah. So here, here's the. Do you have I told you how I got in the program? Well, not exactly. You know, I yeah. yeah. Yes, okay. So there's um. There's a gal, uh, they had this Ghostbusters movie out recently, and there's a gal named Leslie Jones. And they, uh, um, I guess they, people are making nasty comments about her on Twitter or something like that. And it, it you know, was, you know, made, made kind of the, you know, big news or whatever, you know, the, the, on the talk shows and whatnot they talked about. I kind of knew that if you go into the comment section or if you make a comment on, on Twitter, that, that you can you can find the find who made that comment and there's correlation um, information that you know you can correlate this address this email address to this person or so basically everything we learned with the the Snowden leaks that you know you can there's ways to kind of cor- correlate all that information if you have a password um, that stuff can be looked at and you know anytime they see that similar password it can kind of be connected to a person. So I, I entered into the uh, uh, comment section of like the Thursday night comedies on NBC and like uh, products um, on Amazon and that sort of stuff. Uh, CNN, Fox News in the comment section, and I, I just said some things that would make them interested in, you know, finding out who I was. And then I kind of explained what my concern is with this program, and I I knew that, you know. There was some connection here with uh, some of these, you know, there's some spillage there that happens between guys that have had a career in the military doing this kind of uh, work, and then they take jobs with, you know, celebrities, bankers, well-to-do people, politicians, that sort of stuff. And I was trying to find, kind of take a shotgun approach to find somebody that would have access to this program and then could figure out what I was trying to, to do to try to get into the program, figure out kind of the scope of it. And um, so at, at some point I realized, okay, anything I'm, I'm going to put on the computer, at some point you're gonna, I'm going to get a key logger or a, like a uh-huh. camera sitting right over the computer, and anything I type in there, you're going to correlate with me. So I had that, with that knowledge, I kind of crafted a um, a situation where, you know, it wouldn't result in, you know, in the, in, while I was in the military, it wouldn't result in, like, losing my clearance or anything like that. But it would um, tend to start walking me down the road of going into this, this program. That's kind of convoluted way to, to, to um, explain it. But, um, and then, but, you know, I would get some of the man-in-the-middle stuff. You know, I would have, you know, something I typed on the Internet. You know, somebody at work would mention it. You know, so oh. there was definitely a, a connection. Like, you know, I if I type this thing, you know, um, you know, in this comment section, yeah. and I, I kind of use it's like a, you know, with with the lottery. If you do, you know, the probability of winning a lottery, it's one over, you know, thirty six times one over thirty five times one over thirty four. I made my comments so unique that they could be now we know that the internet's been kind of recorded they are so unique and they use such unique words in them that you would be able to kind of use a search engine and go exactly back you know exactly to that comment find it right. and then find how it resulted in um in some cases like you, you know if i put a comment for a suggestion for a 
television episode. Oh, they ought to make an episode with this, 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 and this. And it was so unique to the point, you know, there's like eight or ten disparate ideas that are, and then if that were to show up as a a uh, TV shows later on, you know, you would be able to say, yeah, that you, there's no possible way that you could write this comment. And then later on, all these elements that were discussed in a show plan, that, that you know, there wasn't some kind of connection there, you know, that they could see that comment and then you know, kind of find out who the guy is and then, you know, later use that uh, concept. And, uh, you know, it revealed, you know, with, with the Snowden stuff, but, yeah, you really can. There's, like, reputation defender stuff that you can um, subscribe to, and they can, you know, kind of find out who's you know, writing what on the Internet. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I definitely had uh, some of the, you know, what we call gang stalking happening, you know, at at the command. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Well, Ed, I think Edward Snowden, that's one of the things he talks about is, that they do pick up on certain words. They focus on certain words when they scan, right? When they scan our computers and they can scan all of our computers. Am I right? Or maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, worldwide, I think it's like a, a – it's pretty, it seems to me with, with the leaks that, the, you know, it's at least computer-wise, all Internet traffic is being, you know, monitored at least by yeah. uh, software. And then, you know, with these unscrupulous people, I mean, they, they can just sit at a console and pull up anyone's information. Get an email address on somebody, you can look at anything they've ever written. Well, I didn't understand a word. <laughs> I didn't understand that very well, but I know I know what you did was you got things out there that would make you seem somewhat suspect. Yeah? Yes. So I'm, you've got to think about, okay, so you're a military officer. You know about this program. What are the things, how do you get yourself into a situation where the the people who make the decision to put people in this program have everything they need if they edit some of that information, if they presented that to them, and they'd be able to say, okay, we're going to do the the pre-planned response and put them through this TI program. But if you look at the totality of it, you know, someone with another set of eyes would look like, okay, he's trying to actually do the right thing here. He understands that, you know, we've got this new technology. We can do mind reading. That needs to have a public um, discussion on it, and he probably needs to know some information about it to make, you know, an informed public conversation. So, so they gave you information? Yeah, by putting me through the, the, the TI um, process, I was able to go from, like, I know that there's remote neural, you know, I know that you can yeah. read information from somebody's uh, mind just from the conversations we had in, you know, control systems, engineering classes, and some of the other discussions about previous abuses, but I didn't know it was, I, I couldn't imagine that it was, they went full-on torture on people. Yeah. Hmm. I knew it was something really, really nefarious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you certainly, you certainly have a lot of knowledge there. Oops, just a minute. Somebody else wants to ask a question. Just a minute. Okay. Southern California, here we go. There you go. I, I was curious, did you have any surgical or medical procedures that would put any kind of technology into your body? I mean, how, uh, how are they? My, 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 you know, my, you know, my attitude towards all this, like, 
there's a way to we know how we can see in uh, public space how the interface of the interface with the body works. M maybe there's uh, maybe it's done with implants. Maybe it's done with over horizon radar. Maybe it's done with you know a microwave truck or or cell towers or satellites. The only people who are going to know for sure are the ones who do the do this type of work, and I think it's kind of just a waste of emotional effort and time and money yeah. to kind of try and uh, figure out, you know, exactly how it's done because it can be done multiple ways, and they probably have several different programs that do different things. And well, um, I have, to me, it's it's I like have, I'm not going I'm not going to find I, I just don't. Yeah, I'm not going to do any better than like the Russian or Chinese, you know, spy agencies do. You know, as a single person, I'm just not as a single, you know, individual with a, you know, personal income. I'm not going to be able to chase that down and solve that. I have Mogellan syndrome, and they've basically used military dermatology, where they use my skin as a weapon against me. It's like uh, the hair follicles in my skin are like wires growing ingrown and it's just painful itching constantly all day long um it's it's maddening that's nanotechnology that they've used and i was wondering if that, that's what the morgellons is secretly that everybody i don't know I, like i don't have anything that would point to that for sure i i just say that yeah something's happening that's all we know we don't know exactly how i you know um, or it's unfair. Do you think you have any nanotechnology inside of you? or I don't care. I, it's not for me to know. I'm not going to be able to figure that out. Yeah, I've already been past the caring. I have one more question. They do the overlay of of a, of, of a hopeless, suicidal like mind over me all day long. You know, how do I beat that? That feeling. Get hope. you have to get some. You you have to get out and and do something that requires a lot of concentration that you'd like to do. You got to distract your mind with something else. It's the the defeatist attitude is is it's a killer in this program. It was something you know we really have to kind of be vigilant as TIs to ensure that we're doing stuff that we like to do every day. Kind of and making an extra I've point to do that. that I've lost that feeling. I feel like I have nerve damage. There's a girl, Linda, who is on the same kind of program as her. But can they cause nerve damage? I don't have any idea. No, I don't, I'm not a doctor. Well, that, like, foggy bleakness and, like, you know. I'm, I don't. Oh, God. Can I interject something here? Yeah. Hello? I can hear you. Your knowledge is just so limited. Um, let me um, give you a little bit of a wake-up call. They don't need access to your body to implant anything. If I could, I'll lead you to an article. Go to Da Vinci, Minimally Invasive Surgical System, or go to an article, Doc, D-O-C, Doc at a Distance, at IEEE Spectrum, October 2006. That'll let you know how they're putting stuff in your body. And to answer another person's ridiculous statement, do you have nanotechnology in you? 
another go go to phase one report DARPA exoskeleton program. This is what you have in you, every single one of you. It will give you an abstract, okay? Exoskeletons for Human Performance Augmentation, 2001. If you go to those two um, articles, you'll have more of a clue of what's happening to you. Okay. There's another patent. There's a patent I will give you. US 7947004B2. That is what you have in you all. So that's a Lockheed Martin. So you see Berkeley Lockheed. I mean, they're, they're just... Uh, I'm so, I don't mean to insult you, but your knowledge is so limited. I'm going to sign off now. Bye. Ma'am, excuse me. Hello? She signed off. Oh, I, what was the first thing she said to look up before she said exoskeleton and the patent? It was the first thing she mentioned. I, don't know. I didn't slip out of my mind real fast there. It sounded like a, a good thing to look up. That was the first thing she mentioned, the, the DARPA exoskeleton. Hello? And then after that, she mentioned. Yeah, ma'am. Uh, ma'am, are you there? Yeah, I can. Yeah. What did you okay. want? Yeah, the first, before you talked about the exoskeleton and the patent, you mentioned something before that to look up. How they can, how they access your body. There's no way they need physical access to you. This is all remote control. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with you, but you said, you, you mentioned the ciders or something to look up before the exoskeleton. Da Vinci. Da Vinci Minimally Invasive Surgical System. The article that will accompany that, that is dark at a distance. It's an IEEE spectrum. Wait a minute. What, what at a distance did you say? Something at a distance? Like doctor. Only take the C-O-R. Doc. D-O-C. At a distance. Professor Jacob Rosen. In fact, you should go to his website, UCLA. Professor Jacob Rosen. You can bet on um, this uh, Doc at a Distance is a good article that'll to, um, to start. Oh. What was the technology by Lockheed Martin? You rambled off a what? patent number and then hung up the phone, but what, could you tell me a little bit about it? It's on Hulk, H-U-L-C. It's an exoskeleton. It came out of UC Berkeley. This is all the garbage that they have in me. And they're getting it in people via, um, there's another patent, but I don't have that at my fingertips. It's in my, in my, um. Is it locked? What? Remote surgery or something like that? You know, um, I, I want to say something here about that surgery. I, I have a doctor friend who had a robotic surgery. I don't. I think he might have said it was even satellite robotic or something. Mm -hmm. I can't remember, but he said it was awesome. And this is another patent that you should um, have at your fingertips. This is how a U.S. This is a General Dynamics patent. U.S. three seven two seven. 616A, and it will give you the abstract of um, electronic system for stimulation of biological systems. These are whole nanotechnology systems that we have in us. And I can give you extreme muscle spasms, just everything that's good. It's, um, but, the, but the DARPA exoskeleton program is something that 
you know, these are things that I, I'm just stunned that you people don't know. So, ma'am, 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 we really appreciate every piece of information we get from every single person, and you're a little wealth of information. So, thank you. That last huh? patent you gave me was at 372-7616-A as an apple. I gotta go back into the living room. Wait a second. It's um. um you gotta you gotta slow down a little bit because your microphone's fuzzy or mine is. Well, they usually mess with my phone. Let me see if I can find um the last one I gave you the um the abstract US three seven two seven six one six A. Thank General you. Dynamics. Thank you. Goodbye. Oh, don't you hang up. That's kind of weird. Don't hang up. He hung up, yeah. huh? Yeah. No, 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 no. Dave's with us. No, Dave's with us. Hold on. Um, oh, you're not muted. <laughs> okay, Dave, you go ahead. We're listening. Dave is not muted. He's going to talk again. I know what I'm going to say anyways. Huh? Hello? Yeah, I'm, I'm still here. Hi there. Well, now, now they have taken my. Go, go ahead. Keep, keep talking. I can't find my. No. Okay. Nine o'clock. Uh, she said. She said. Thank you. Fast. Okay, Dave. Well, um, the good thing is, Karen, um, that she recorded the call, so we can go back and probably catch the patent. Well, what a. What patent. Three seven two seven six one six A is an apple. Correct. There's the other one. She said U X nine four seven zero zero four B is in boy number two. The first one was U S seven nine four seven zero zero four B two. Okay, U S nine. No, it was U S seven nine four seven. I have no idea what they're going to do with this information. But I think what you're doing is the most important thing that's happening in, to us right now. So oh, thank Dave. you. Have a good evening. I can't find Dave. Go ahead, hon. Talk. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm. I'm. Dave. I'm just listening. Oh, <laughs> I thought. I thought we lost you. Uh, yeah, they they started talking. I you know I I just kind of have a standard uh, spiel that I go with. There's yeah. you know four or five people I mention, and then uh, yeah. you know I just you know there's I don't go through all the patents and believe that just because I have, you know, one, you know, just because there's a patent for it, that, that, you know, that that's the exact thing that's being used on us. It's just something I don't okay. know that we, we, you, you can't prove that, you know, it's, yeah it's a possibility. Well, I don't know. But you have to, it has to be a, and it, you know, it has to be some sort of forensic recovery or um, you have to stick somebody in MRI or it had to be, and you, and you, you have to have a conversation with someone that has access to uh Multi-million dollar MRI machine, or you know, some expensive lab equipment that would be required to um, prove you, this stuff. What you're saying is, just a patent uh, number isn't going to do us a great deal of good. Yeah. Well, I I, have, I don't uh, know. I mean, knowledge of, of the equipment's good, um, but you know, it's something you know we have to present to the public. So it's I go know. with you know some of the some of the mainstream things that that. Uh, uh, you can see and can be proven, and then beyond that, um, I just say, hey, this, these are the symptoms these folks 
you know, that TIs have. This is how how it could be done, and this is how it is happening. You can see and can, can prove this. And then, you know, the, the military application of just say, if you don't know, I mean, if you're not for sure, and the only people that are going to know are the people that are using the equipment, you know. And, yeah. And for that, you would need somebody with you know top secret documents or the ability to say, yeah, we worked with this, and we're sorry, we didn't know it was a non-consensual experiment. Um, let me ask you, what do you think of Melinda Kidder and Stanninger with their you know scanning and finding out what kind of implants you have, et cetera? Are you? Uh, I have not gone down that that road. Some at some point, I might take a look at it, yeah. but uh, yeah, I, I'm you know doing just doing public outreach at this point. Okay. It becomes, you know, it's just becomes very technical, and you can spend, you know, tens of thousands of hours uh, pursuing yeah. that, and never, maybe not arrive at the correct answer. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, okay. and most, the thing that's most needed is, you know, public support and public resources. Yeah. I agree and with outreach. you, David. Yeah. What's your theories on Robert Duncan? What's your theories on Robert Duncan, David? I just take him for take him at his word. Take him at his word, okay. Are you asking him if he believes what Duncan says? Right. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, I, I recommend his books. I recommend uh Project Soulcatcher yeah, and right. uh How to Tame a Demon. Yeah. Yeah. When you were in the military and you were using this technology, did you have any types of shielding protecting you that could be useful to us? Now, I, now if if I had access to this technology, I would never, you know, if I was read into it, I would never tell anyone for the rest of my life. I would have upheld the secrecy of but I didn't. I, oh. I was a compartment over from it. Some of the technology, it was just something that was mentioned at, at uh you know, it was one of those things that, you know, if I had stayed in and gone up one more um, rung there that I might have been read on, read into it, depending on which job I had and the capabilities of our, our platform. Yeah. So, no, you don't have any idea of shielding? Yeah, I do have. I, I was also, you know, I worked as a nuclear engineer. And uh, yeah. I, I just don't think that any shielding scheme is going to work against this because you – they're going to have a workaround for any situation. I mean, this I, I think this stuff will work underwater, at the bottom of a mine, in the middle of the Amazon. I think it's a worldwide, global system. Dave, what can you can you uh, share what the worst one of the worst cases you have witnessed uh, in in your field, or or no? Worst cases? What do you mean? Yes. Uh, in regards to um, you knew what they were doing to people, and you knew, um, you know. I just generally knew that there was some kind of decentralized electronic concentration camp thing, and that it involved, you know, it was going to involve uh, brain decoding technology. Okay. And so I started pursuing, you know, I looked at it, it as like, I am not going to break any laws, if I can possibly help. I'm not going to break any laws. How do I go about getting myself into the program so I can like learn about this legally and be able to talk talk to the public about it? Well, Dave, you uh, definitely have become uh, uh, all PI's hero. You you know that you know that. 
Yeah, I hope you know. I, I just think this is basic citizenship. I mean, this is why you take take people to the Holocaust Museum. This is why you know you, we talk about you know the Tuskegee experiment and what happened in the Russian Gulag system. Like this is every, this is what every citizen should do. You know, if pe- people are suffering like that. You know, and we have a certain belief in you know democracy is, and the Bill of Rights. I mean, it's just this yeah. is basic citizenship. Everybody should be helping. Dave, this is Julie. Um, I have a question. What this helicopter that they use, two or three of them that cost thousands of dollars, what is that all about? I I, I recommend that people just disengage from, like, the air stalking stuff. Yeah, that might happen once or twice, but do not. Like, it's just a paranoia-inducing thing. And, I, you know, like, not they do it once, once or twice, twice to you, and then it's every helicopter is part of it. Um, but every day, doesn't that cost thousands of dollars and millions of dollars to do this? I mean, a street uh, gang stalker follows cars and, you know, parking lots. I say just, you know, my, my recommendation is just, you know, after you kind of figure out how this works, don't uh-huh. dwell on that stuff. Just to just know that oh, you're going to, as a yeah, GI, okay, I'm going to see some weird stuff and... Uh, but just like, okay, it's, you know, Tuesday. You know, now I've got, yeah. you know, some weird, weird, strange thing happening. Yeah. But i got to go to the grocery store and i got to take the dog to the bed, right? Yeah. And, and you, you just kind of understand that, yeah. you know, they're, they're going to try they're try to keep you scared and keep you in the house. And that's that's the game. And, you know, as TIs, we just, at some point, you just have to throw your hands up and say, well, there's some really powerful people yeah. involved in this. Well, and, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to try to live my, live my life with... The helicopter doesn't do anything, but just basically make noise and harass you, right? I mean, it doesn't beam you or have uh, bring more... Uh, I can't ask. No, I mean, it's... it's yeah. I just assume that this is a worldwide system. There's multiple ways that they could... How, how they can... You know, just like a, a, a cell phone, just about anywhere in the country, you know, mm-hmm. just in, you can get a cell phone signal, too. And this is going to be the same sort of thing. It's going to be just about everywhere in the world that, you know, the TI um, interface is going to work. And if you're on the, you know, if you're on the TI list, you know, it's 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 monitoring well, everywhere. Well, last night was the first time I uh, had a call in to, uh, you know, the support group. And it was the very first time I seen, like, four of them. I stepped out of my backyard and they were just sitting there flying in circle, four of them. I go, oh my gosh! I think it's because I'm on this. Yeah, call. don't don't worry about it. It's just so it, it's this is so far beyond weird, yeah. and uh, <laughs> a, after a while, you know, it's. Uh, well, actually, I felt you got to stop being stressed out and, and just try to have no, a normal functioning life. Do you suffer out. from tinnitus, Dave? Do you suffer? I from get twenty four seven tactile. So. Does that mean tinnitus? No, no, you know, I, I get, you know, I've had clicking in the ears and whatnot uh, when I'm trying to sleep, but the, I get my, I get tactile stuff, so it feels like somebody rubbing them, rubbing, massaging my feet most of the time. <laughs> but, it, but, you know, with that goes, you know, the, the, you know, I went through a good 18 months of torture before it kind of got to this stage, so. Why do you think they back down so much? I just think that's how the program's written. You know, they're only allowed to do it for, you know, a certain period of time. And then if they don't get the outcomes they're looking for, you go into a monitoring and um, they're trying to change your opinion 
of the the program. Yeah. So it'd be kind of ignore it and shine it. Um, oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. So it'd be kind of ignore it and shine it on. You kind of think they just kind of sooner or later they kind of back away and go find somebody who will react, kind of. Yeah, I think they re- redirect the resources to somebody that they can get to go shoot up the Baton Rouge or Navy Yard. Yeah. Or become a romantic interest for some foreign dignitary. Oh, wow. Well, I'm past that age, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the hell they're doing with me. <laughs> I'm not going there. Um, you know, about something else I wanted to talk about tonight was you told you brought you told your family you presented this to your family and first you had yeah. some trouble with them understanding right at first they yeah weren't, weren't yeah I, I, but you know I brought in overwhelming evidence you know I I really sat on this for probably two years too long I should have brought it to him oh uh-uh. well, I should have probably brought it up to him earlier. I was wondering, do you have any suggestions for anybody? And if they, I, I don't know if you guys are having, have you presented it to your families? Are you trying to get them to understand? Do you keep it to yourself? I, you know, and what's the best way for them to address it with family? You know, what I did is I got about 10 books, papers, and letters, and all from, you know, if it didn't say PhD, I didn't pull it. And right. I, I got them you know, mainstream, and then I got historical information. I, I went and got a copy of the 1977 MK Ultra final report, and I put that, you know, got all that information together and sent it out to uh, four different families within my, my family. And yeah. then I, I, went, I went one by one and briefed, um, briefed people into the program, and I showed them Myron May's videos and and then I, I started the cross country walk here, and you know more of more of the family members are coming on board with it, and it's just it's a lot to absorb. And I just realized that you know, hey, this may take some people. Some people get it right away. Some people it might take them six months if if they're not really like if they're not one of those open people who's open to new ideas. You know, it's for some people they're gonna it'll take them years to kind of yeah. accept that, that this you know. I didn't even tell my family the 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 more about the electronics or anything. Just the fact that people had been in my house, state taking documents, and I'm yeah. suddenly crazy, you know. And that's fine. I, you know, if I'm crazy and you're, that's fine. You know, I can't I can't fight them and the stocks and all the crap, you know. No, I do. So I sort of. I sort of just we gotta just sort of shrug our shoulders at this stuff, don't we? Yeah, you, you understand that you know you know it's it's tyranny, and you know there's yeah. more of them, and they have an unlimited budget, and you can't you're not until you've got you know until there's you know a, a really good organizational effort within the TI community, and we get TIs working. Yeah. And you know, it's not you know it's it's you know you gotta kind of. So Learn some co- coping coping mechanisms in the short term. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I also think that has to do with. I mean, there are there are um, a lot of this. My, I'm going to babble here for a minute. There are there are some supplements that we can take to help protect ourselves in the short term. Also, I think you know while we're looking for ways to combat this, we can also take care of ourselves physically. Yeah, you know? the, the, one of the best things people can do is you know get out there and get exercise every day. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's like the single best thing anyone can do is, you know. You think? Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Get good exercise and try to set aside a good long uh, chance to get, you know, sleep nine, you know, nine, yeah. nine at night or whatever it is till six in the morning or whatever so that you have a good opportunity to get some restorative sleep. Do you take any sleeping medications at all or any sleeping no. supplements? No. You don't? Oh, my goodness. No. Wow. You're a lucky man that you can yes. sleep. Well, I, I'm t- yeah, that's, that's the thing is, you know, it, uh, once people, once you realize that you like your internal dialogue has an input into how your targeting proceeds. Yeah. And you stop struggling against this and stop ah. living in it. It's you can ah. actually control yeah. how your targeting proceeds by your internal thought process. I like that. I believe that. And if you just stop, stop living in fear. Yeah. You know, a lot of this crap goes away. Yeah, a lot My of... My friend who was a combat soldier, he when, he when he discussed this with me, we were talking about the handler relationship we once had that we had agreed upon. He discussed with me that, and when you brought it up earlier, talking about spiritual warfare, he discussed with me that, um, how did he put it? They're looking for John Connor, basically. They basically, it's like in a riot control center where the police jump in on the guy that says, rally to me, you know. It's a way that he kind of put it to me for him to explain why some people will always get targeted because their ideas are unfavorable to every administration in the uh, district in which they live, whether that be the United States or yeah, you know, I def- definitely with uh, you know Martin Luther King, they really did have a co-intel program, and they really did, you know, uh, Hoover really did write him a letter and tell him to kill himself, and they, Whoa. you know, filmed him in illicit positions with mistresses, and you know, they they don't, they, you know, there's a they want you know political power to flow a certain way, and they get involved, and, you know, it's you know we, our own government getting involved with the. The political process, rather than let people rise in under their own court. Yeah. I, so, do you think that they might? Well, I guess the question. I'm sorry, that might have been. That's okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, do you think the, the meta message of my question that I'm asking you basically is, um, do you think that some of us get targeted because um, we have the capability to aware so many other people of how to resist? You talked about yeah, I, I think they're looking for you know certain certain personalities. Yeah, there's you know that's they're profiling people and you know certain ones are they're looking at them like wow this is, this person's off the charts. You know we're gonna take a look at them and you know sometimes they fall into these programs and other times they get job. I mean they get a job working for you know a high powered agency. Well, I know that when I don't, when I do calm down and when I can meditate and I can clear my mind and calm down, that the I don't get hit as hard. I feel even electronically, I don't get hit. I don't get zapped as hard. You know, I don't know what that's about. Except, I I think we can. I don't know if that we. That's what you mean. What do you mean? We can control it, Dave. God. Dave, are you still with yeah, us? I, yeah, yeah. Oh. What I'm trying to say is that yeah, you can just definitely, you know, kind of dictate some of your terms, you know, because there is an input 
of your thought process that goes into your targeting. So if you're, wow. you know, you're constantly in fear and trying to figure out how it's working, it's they kind of have you where they want you. It's going to hammer you down. You know, they're going to hammer down on you. And that's and this, what they want. Once you. once you get to the point where yeah. you realize, hey, this is a uh, They're just going to keep on trying, right? Yeah, it's just, they're going to go after whatever advantage, and I, I, I've just had the experience that, um, you know, if I just dis, disengage from it, it's yeah. much less effective. And not only that, um, I get the tactile stuff, so if I think about it, you know, I can get, you know, it will proceed how I think. Hmm. <laughs> it's interesting. Well, I know that when I detach, it does. It doesn't seem so bad. I don't know if it's. I just don't see it as. You know, Sumaya talks about the fact that if you see something positively, you're going. What if you have a positive attitude? What you're going to see will be positive. You will see good things. Yeah, you 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 get to choose. You know, you get to choose how you think. You know, how you uh, interpret this system. Right. You know, even if it's you know, you can find great. Um. I don't know, satisfaction. It's like you just get to choose how how you interpret the situation despite your circumstances. You know, you yeah. have that ultimate ultimate override. So, yeah, yeah, we all do. We always always do. You know, about everything, pretty much. How we see it is ultimately what we will experience. You know, and uh, it just, I mean, if we see it negatively, it'll we will experience the negativity. Um, right? Is that what you mean? Yeah, I'm not being metaphysical here. I'm being literal in the fact that if you purposely, um, yeah, as far for the people that get like the tactile stuff, like the I I have the experience that how I, you know, if, if I I'm not fearful, if I don't have self doubt, you know, if I, you know, don't have worry, yeah. they I get I really don't get any sort of harsh, uh, uh, you know, torture. Wow. Well, that's cool. That's and then beyond, even beyond that, I can, you know, I can kind of focus on, you know, and just think of a certain way that I like the targeting you proceed, and it, it does. So. Dave, what do you think of jammers? Do you know anything about jammers? No, it's not going to work. You don't think? Really? No. Nothing that can be bought, you know, it can be bought for, you know, a thousand bucks on, on the internet or, or less is going to, you know, do anything in this program. This this program is meant for like to to combat an entire foreign nation. You know, it's it's meant to overwhelm uh, like the Chinese or Russian spy agency. You know, our you know whatever simplistic you know kind of technical scheme that we could come up as individuals is not gonna override that. This is like Jason Bourne type of you know movie system. You know, like a, a system you hear about in those type of movies. This is not something. Uh, untrained um, person is going to be able to Would a military grade have any relief, you think? No. I don't think so. Wow. Dave is not the shielding guy. No, I I am absolutely not. (laughs) Especially, you know, like like I said, I worked in nuclear engineering as well. And, uh, 
Yeah, there's a lot of shielding involved with that. No, this system is you're it's just not gonna be. You're not gonna shield from this unless you have a light year of lead or something. <laughs> That's interesting. If you because you don't shield and you're not being attacked. Are you being attacked? I you really, the only time I get attacked is when I, when I, I have any sort of negative uh, thought process. Wow. And if I have a you know worry like oh, oh I should have uh-huh. you know did this or that. Yeah, you know, I might get a a negative input back, and that's when I realized. Well, I guess it's just how you think that is kind of determined. You know, at, at this stage of the game, anyway. Wow. How the targeting goes. Would you get hit like you get zapped at all, for want of a better term? You know, do you get hit like you feel a sting, kind of like a bee sting, ever? I've got full on torture. You know, full on tactile sensation torture for like eighteen months, and I just kind of weathered through that. And then they stopped, and even though like, you're out, you know, like jerking of the muscles, keeping you yeah. awake, noise campaign inside the house, full on nasty stuff that they're doing to you. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, after a while, it just shifted to it's like a monitoring thing now, and it's actually like pleasurable. Huh. Well, I you're not in so. the same program, Mom and Man. They marked me for death, as far as I'm concerned. That's what I feel. Um, this is definitely not pleasurable. This is a nightmare. And I know you say it, it's like how you look at it, but it's like uh, rearrange my neurons in my brain. Well, on on their end, you know, they have a belief structure that you know, like there's mental illness, and you know, there might be doing like behavior modification for. I think that's the, you know, on their side, that's kind of how they. Um, view it so to satisfy you know the workers that they have you know if they see behavior that's completely normal uh, from TIs I think that the uh, you know they they don't go they're not allowed to go after you as hard that's just my belief I'm sorry I just Totally lost that. They're not allowed to go after. They okay, so you got to imagine on the other side. Yeah. Okay, so there's there's you know a perp group. You know they're sitting in a fusion center or whatever kind of scenario you think it is. You know whether they're in a contract office or if they're um, you know sitting in some you know government building. Yeah. Those people have been trained that some of the TIs are like mentally ill and in need of behavior modification or something like that. Right. And in order to satisfy that sort of belief structure within that working environment at that office or wherever these folks are, you know, if you're behaving in a completely rational, normal way and processing this information um, correctly, I don't think that they are allowed to really come at you as, as hard as they can. You know, I think it's, it's one of the conditional things of their their process that they have to back off. Huh. Well, there's a comment in the chat group that you're on a long walk, <laughs> a really long yeah. walk. <laughs> yeah, that's true. How many miles is this going to all, all together be, Dave? Something like 3,000. That is a long 3,000, 3,500, something like that. Yeah. What, what? What made you think? I know what I I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk across the country. What What made you think that? What made you come up with that? Well, when I saw that you know they've been doing outreach for something like 30 years on this and they didn't get the result, 
I wanted to kind of create a statement so that when it, whenever it does get declassified, and it will, you know, there'll be some yeah. congressional hearing and some future president will apologize for this non-consensual human experiment. I wanted to do something so overly overt and obvious and such that, you know, when people see it and then it comes out, I was like, well, there was a guy that walked with a sign on his back. He tried to tell you he passed out thousands of brochures and talked to every news agency out there. You were warned. You definitely were warned. And, you know, when it, whenever it does become public that, you know, they'll, they'll at least know that there were some people here in this time frame that, that tried to stop it. They knew it was wrong, and they, they took action to correct it. Well, it occurs to me, and I'm surprised it hasn't occurred to anybody else, that um, as long as they keep paperwork and they don't get rid of every single record, they've created the perfect system for us to know the people in our society who are untrustworthy with that kind of power. Did you say that again? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I didn't mean to interject that. You know, just all of a sudden, but that's what keeps beating on my head through this entire experience. Is it occurs to me, and I wonder if it occurs to other people that they, if they keep records of this somewhere, or there are something to prove who was involved, they have created the perfect system for us to be able to tell who in our society is untrustworthy with that kind of power, which is obviously them. If we can ever get a hold of those records, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Well, you know, they're somewhere no, sitting no, on those. You're a behavioral modification joke hired by the perpetrators. You're a fucking joke, asshole. You deserve to be hung. Uh, where do you? Where are you from? You. Who is that? Is talking to me oh or is he talking God. to you? I, I don't know who that was. Because asshole is usually a male term. Okay. Using two males speaking, so it's you, me, or you. Where, where are you from, sir? Who me? Yeah. I'm Ronnie James. I'm, I'm from the Northwest. I, I, that guy who was just talking a second ago was not me. Oh. I, I was saying there was only two of us, so I was wondering if he was talking about Dave oh, or whether okay. he was talking about me. I couldn't understand what he said. <laughs> no, I, he said that you're an asshole and that you're uh, an effing joke and that you're just going to talk on or something like that. Well, 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 he wow. said it so well, too. We would certainly well, no, that was a New Zealand him. accent. He was from New Zealand. Is that that At least that's my best guess. It sounds like New Zealand, uh, either that or it's um, I think it's called Polk or something. It's north of there. Yeah, some perp. Yeah, it's a perp. Yeah, there yep. we go. It's a perp. <laughs> hey, that reminds me. I got a question. Uh, we're on the west. Coast. I'm on the west coast. Who's to say China's not doing something? Some of this. People on the east. I think coast. yeah. I think all industrialized nations are are working on this. Yeah. Well, I guess China has enough people to practice on instead of me. Yeah, but. that's that's kind of terrifying to think that they, they could deploy an entire... You know, well, they have. They probably... This is... Well, yeah, it's probably, un- unfortunately, much bigger than... Than would like to... We would care to think about. Exactly. Okay. Well, isn't China's military... Don't they have as many military... In their military um, as we have people in this country... I don't know. It's I it's a probably amazing. Yeah, it's probably amazingly huge number of people. They have what three billion? We have three hundred fifty million. Yeah, yeah. People are living in 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 cages and crap. Not good. Well, the stuff that I was. So, I mean, look at us. Yeah, look what's happening to us. It's no no better. 
Well, we're not living in in uh, chicken coops yet, you know. Well, we're not. Maybe you are, Dave. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, a little tent. <laughs> given the house, given where you have to find some place to sleep. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But he sleeps well. That's good. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Do you get all that? Do you, um, do you get all that sleep when you're on a park bench? My God. Man. Yeah, there was there was a one night I had I definitely had to sleep on top of a picnic table and then wake up and try to walk 35 miles with a 3,000 foot mountain in the middle of it. Oh, <laughs> that was not a good day. No, no. When we had to evacuate from here, Jack, my pup, and I, um, we slept in the back of my Ford something or other. Um, it's an SUV. That was uh-huh. not fun. I can't imagine, and that was that mm-hmm. was very difficult. I can't imagine sleeping on a park uh, on a uh, park bench or a picnic table. That doesn't sound like. Fun. Yeah, I eventually went and got the inflatable mattress. I'm like, I'm not going to get sleep if I. I'm yeah, really. Inflatable <laughs> mattress. I think you've been chipped yet. Dave, have you been chipped yet? I don't know how people would ever know. Oh, well, yeah. one way is when I tried to sleep in a the park, they showed up and tried to beat me to death and kill me. <laughs> That's what. Oh, <laughs> it's pretty hard to miss, especially when they're all wearing the same color, black and red, driving in something black and red, and even when you're in your ride and you get a car that's still hunting. Well, how would they know you're chipped? What does the chipping have to do with that? Well, it's uh, it sends out a signal and tells them where you are. Well, some of them, I mean, I have the scars on the back of my ankles. I got the scars in my back. I got lots of eye scars all over in the upper back where it's hard for me to reach. I got the the plate in my face that, like I said earlier, that my cousin, my former cousin-in-law called me out on being a terrorist at Christmas and that she worked for that company and that there's no way I could have those, that unless I was a terrorist. Yeah, um, so it's, it's, it's one of those things where when you have it, one of the, the, the way they got the plate in my face was um, – and so I would not be surprised if this goes on a lot in Great Britain is they um they hypnotize you as the anesthetic. And that way they see how you're doing upstairs with the, well, in my case, uh, I don't know. I don't want to call it programming because you use the word program so much that it gets redundant. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, yeah, that's kind of how you would know if you're sleeping in the parks and they're letting you alone. You might be right. You might have touched on their butts in exactly that way. They were toward. They're like, okay, we can track him, but he's a good guy. We'll leave him alone, or you know, or however you what you you said there were lots of different ways. So I'm I'm only summarizing. I think I I, I saw something recently about something with the, the U.S. Navy, and it said sponsored by. Uh, <laughs> <Dave>. <laughs> All right. Where are you from? Where are you from? Good. Um, um, anyway, it said sponsored by General Dynamics, the U.S. Navy. I thought, well, that's weird. How can they be sponsored by General Dynamics? Um, special access programs. Um, it's basically the incorpor like the the incorporated PMCs that aren't you know hammer and nails like I was talking about earlier that are more like you know technical stuff. They fall in between and they develop stuff. Like everybody talks about DARPA and um, what was the other one she brought up earlier, Lockheed Martin. But there's a lot of the companies that really like, as Dave was mentioned earlier, the compartmentalization, they don't really even have a name. They might have a number, you know. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, like I was talking about earlier, a lot of the people involved in those programs, um, afterward, they think they were doing something completely different, and they have this entire made-up story that was literally brought on by their own brainwashing, so it's so believable to them as if it was the real thing. And they don't remember what they were really doing. So I don't know about the MKUltra books. I haven't read anything about it. I only know my own experience, and I know there were times where... Yeah, I'm not going to get too far into it. This is kind of David's show. I'm listening in, and he's bringing up a lot of points about this, but I'm seeing it from his military perspective versus... Yeah. Um, Good information. Yeah, yeah, I got hurt before I got a chance to to go in. Um, I got targeted and um, taken out. My back's the proof. I mean, they broke it more than a couple times. So it's like I've seen your perspective about it gives me a a look at what my life would have been like had my back been able and had me not been heavily chipped in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Does anybody else have any questions for Dave? Okay. <laughs> Dave, is there anything else you can tell us? Oh, no. I just had that one update for this week. I mean, just to you know, give it our oh. best shot there in St. Louis and got one interview okay. out of it, and uh, we'll be moving on to Wildwood tomorrow. And Okay, let me ask you one thing. Why did one of our people in the chat room wanted to know if you had done any interviews in Kansas? I think it was. I haven't got Kansas uh, I'm, City? I'm, I'm yeah. going west. I'm going west. Oh, oh, so I well, started on the east coast. I'm going okay. towards towards Missouri. You know, I'm, 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 St. Louis is on the east side of Missouri. Kansas City is on the other side of So I'll be heading to Kansas City, Missouri at the, uh, I guess it takes, I don't know, what, 10 days or okay. more to hike across. And then uh, Kansas is after Missouri. So. I have no concept of where the states are, so that's <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Geology or no geography. <laughs> I'm sounding really dumb tonight. Um, geography was never my. Never I'm wondering if Greg's if Greg's ready to come meet you yet. I wonder if he yeah. can come out pretty soon. That is something. I know else. he said he he said at some point he'd be he could come for like two days at some point. And I, then I right. imagine once we get to Kansas City, I can't. I, there's so someone there that had, had some some things that she, he wanted me to talk. I don't know, talk to her family or something. So, huh. what I wanted to know to help people know how to talk to their family. You mean? No, no. There, there's. Oh. Uh, I'm saying there's another gal, uh, Greg from Kansas City lives there, but there's also uh, a couple more TIs in Kansas City that wanted me to. I, I don't know. They wanted me to do something while I was there. I'm not sure yet. Maybe well, talk to their family yeah, or something. Yeah. Has or anybody else? Media media. You. Okay. Has anybody else um, um, offered to help you with, you know, transportation and stuff? Okay. Um, guys, yeah. Yeah. A girl yeah? from uh, Pittsburgh came out several times, and she's offered to come out. Um, cool. Quite a bit, but she's got a. She teaches a, a class every day. Okay. So she, Greg uh, is not with you. Cover. Greg is not with you anymore. No, Greg just came out for five days. Okay. So I just want to tell the room that um, if you can follow um, you can follow Dave's trip path on, on – um, I'm sorry, my brain is gone – on Facebook. And if anybody can help um, Dave with, like, transport – like, helping drive behind Car him. Car support. Take, yeah. Yeah. Take, so it's just like one of those things where, you know, it's – 
yeah. get to and from the the media events, and then yeah, and you know, like Greg Greg Hatch says like okay, I'll I'll you know go hang out at the hotel or something, and right. then uh, and then what time do you want me to come pick you up? And then you usually give me a call at like two o'clock in the afternoon, and then come pick me up at you know five or six o'clock at night. Yeah, but if anybody but can you, offer help, that would be great. I just want want people to know that 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 is necessary. It's very helpful to you in any event to be able to. Oh, and yeah. I think we had a lot it, of it makes yeah. It, it makes a huge difference, you know, be having a be, between walking 30 miles and walking, say, 18 to 22. 18 to 22, totally manageable. 30 miles, you might be done for a couple of days while you're healing up. Right. Well, you're carrying all that weight, all yeah. the equipment and stuff. Yeah. So if anybody can help, like driving behind him or driving with him or being there for him, and like like you said, where Greg would pick him up from his interviews, take him to his interviews. If anybody can offer that help, Dave could really use it. So yeah, it, it makes a huge difference. You know, be, like it, it's it, it's basically you know you're producing more newspaper and yeah. and radio ads doing it that way than. Yeah. yeah. If you were out in Michigan, I would be, I would be stuck like glue to you through the whole thing. I swear to God. Is this Melinda? Yes, ma'am. Hi, it is Melinda. Bless yes. your heart. I would I'm, I would take this guy any I mean yeah. I could just talk and talk and talk but I I would definitely just take him where he needed to go give him what he needed and Dave's all the way you know he's so many miles away you know it's I it's sad I it's just sad that you know anyway I'm gonna quit babbling <laughs> it's okay <laughs> needless to say Melinda thinks very highly of you Dave. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. She tells me that, too, on Facebook. We talk about you. And it's okay, all good. Okay. <laughs> want you to know. That was nice of you, Melinda. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Well, on a high note, I I really appreciated that the caller that came in earlier yelling at us in the New Zealand accent. It shows that we're making an impact. That scared me. Take the time. Gary. It scare me. I thought it was. I thought it was kind of funny because it shows that um. I don't yeah, know. All, there's quite a few calls. You know, like they've got ten years of recorded calls. We can, you know, you can go back and listen to some of. The, it's just vitriol that that you know people come in and scream, just you know, and telling people to like kill themselves and you know, yeah. it, it was a tar- basically a targeting call. You know, you're you're call, you're being abused while you're on the phone call. Um, you guys, I want to. Shelly's on the call. I think that's. I think that's. Um, Shelly's on the call, and the call will be held. The Saturday night call, which is usually, well, the one number tomorrow night. It's going to be one three nine three eight one. Karen is going to be handling the call, and I and and Karen and I talked about it, and I will be helping too tomorrow night. So the six six three three nine is not the call tomorrow night. It is one three nine three eight one. Okay. I want you all to know where to go tomorrow night. Hi, Shelly. Do you want me to unmute you? You want to say something? I don't know where you are, Shelly. Well, maybe not. Anyway, so don't anybody show up at the, at the usual number. But but it will be back the next night, right, Shelly? It'll be back the next night, I think. Okay. Okay, will you be on 
in two weeks we'd be back on the call, regular place, shall we? Okay. Okay, yes, she'll be back on the regular call, regular time um, in two weeks. She's moving and she's just run into a lot of issues. Okay, yes, for sure. Um, she will be there. Just want to let you guys know. Joey's going through a kind of a tough time. And um, she will be, she'll be back at it. You're welcome, Shelly. No problem. Um, and Karen, are you still, Karen's gone now, but she, Karen and I talked about it, Shelly. No problem. We're going to handle that call. And and Ella, by the way, you're invited <laughs> to, to join in on that call. Okay. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be rocking out with my daughter at oh, right. some music thing. Yeah, What's it called, Cody? Right. Oh, the Warp Tour. The Warp Tour. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> Karen and I will have to have to survive it. Anyway, <laughs> we'll do. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Oh. Hey, Linda. There you go. Is that you, Linda? It is I, Linda. That's Hi there. How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Uh, I just got back online, so I um, oh, yeah. uh, don't know what you were saying previously, except uh, I caught the part about um, the tomorrow night's call. Yeah. But I thought, I thought that you'd be interested in knowing that I got a... Uh, message a return call from Curtis Bennett who who says you know he is available uh, oh available thank you as a guest oh uh, thank you for tomorrow night well whenever whenever uh actually you know of course I I put in a call uh, what a couple of days ago mm-hmm. uh, when you were looking for uh uh and he tried to contact uh, I gave him, I left Ella's number with him, and he uh, tried to contact her. Okay. Anyway, there was, uh, the connection didn't go through the communication. Okay. But, uh, you know, he is, uh, you, you want him for tomorrow night? Uh, I think that'd be great. I can I can make another call uh, now He's tomorrow. the gentleman in Canada, right? He's the one that I had talked to about my high EMF levels. Right? That's right. right. Oh, yeah, same, same guy, same okay, guy. same guy. Okay, I've got him on my... Uh, he's gung-ho, you know, the same same wonderful energy and information. Yeah, and simplifying yeah. everything. Uh, 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 Will we know what to ask him? I don't know what to ask him. I don't have to ask him anything. You know, okay, you know, let him go. <laughs> that's right. It's fine by me. Very if good. If you want, you know, you can, you can ask him anything you want. Remember, he is okay. the... The guy that before had offered uh, to um, uh, uh, help you. Remember? Right, right. And we never did connect, and that was probably my fault. I called once, and it was just, I, di- I didn't, I don't know. I was just kind of crazy at that time. I probably, he may have even called me back. I don't know. My machine is never on, as you know. Um, yeah, that's right. I did kind of notice that. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> What the heck? Yeah. I do the same thing. I uh, yeah. what I do with my phone is I uh, turn the ringer off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then it still takes it takes a message. Yeah. Well, no, I I mine doesn't take a message. Have you been listening to Dave? Dave's been very helpful. 
He's I have been, I have been relaxing in uh, you know one of my my protection pods, and I am getting close to uh, uh, including uh, the reading of Uncle Tom's Cabin by Harriet. Oh, oh. And well, is, <laughs> you sound like you're relaxing. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's interesting. I see all kinds of parallels between the slavery, you know. Yeah. 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 Logical slavery that is now. Well, the interesting thing is, I was reading something earlier. There are civil rights are being violated like wildfire, as we know, and you know they don't even have to commit a crime to be committing a crime. They'll just have to. They, I mean, they don't have to cause injury to commit a crime. They are just the fact that they are organizing to to cause mayhem amongst us is in and of itself a crime, and it is um, against. The civil rights laws absolutely outlaw what they're doing. I think that might be another way we could go after that. You know, well, uh, I think you're going to love uh, hearing uh, 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 Curtis Bennett uh, the message that he le- left on. You know, he he says, you know, I wish I could play it for you. I, I kept it on, but it's the same machine, so I, I don't know how how I'd be able to do it. But anyway, the the point is that he is is gung ho and absolutely convinced that that we are going to uh, that the people that are doing this to us are going to be held responsible and accountable, and and the rest. Yes, of it. he's very very upbeat about that, as I recall. Very I love kind of on top of things. Go ahead. His spirit and his ability to to simplify concepts. Yeah. You know, like uh, being uh, uh, cooked in a, a man-made microwave oven. Yeah. All of us. Yeah. Um, Dave, why don't you, you you guys would be great together. You know, Dave Dave knows a lot himself, and I think together they would be. If you want to come back, Dave, I don't want to tire you out. Yeah, you know, I gotta like uh, I'll go into Wildwood tomorrow, and just depending on what time I get in. Okay. If I'm available. That would be great. I know. Well, I I seem to take advantage of you, and I'm sorry, but I think we need to hear from you to keep us up, you know, happier, to keep sure. us, well, you know what I mean. I can't talk tonight. I'm becoming, um, <laughs> anyway, okay, the, the number tomorrow is 139-381. It's Shelly's it's usual Wednesday night. Yeah, number. Wednesday night. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, like, like I said, if I get into right. Wildwood tomorrow at a reasonable hour. Right. Um, and I, you know, I'm able to get into the place I want to get into. Yeah, great. You know, I should, it shouldn't be a problem. Great, Linda. Thank you very much. He really, I, I felt very inspired after he talked to us before. You know, Linda, I just thought of something. Yeah. And that is that I already talked to Jesus, and he is already oh. planning on on being a guest tomorrow night. Oh, cool. Well, so, can so, he talk? Uh, to him? Yeah. Yeah. So um, he's already confirmed that. Oh, cool. Okay. So we can do Curtis Bennett another time. Okay. Okay. Well, Dave, then, <laughs> do you think that um, do you think that Jesus will be able to? Do you think he'll be talking for five hours? Uh, uh, not likely. Yeah. Uh, Considering the condition that, uh, uh, yeah, well, yeah, you're right. Uh, not, I, I don't think he'd be comfortable. Yeah. For five solid hours. Bless his heart. He's he's pretty 
he sounds pretty worn out and pretty, you know, devastated by all this. You know, bless his sweetheart. He is such a oh, sweetheart. He just got a relief, though. Uh, uh, okay. Apparently the judge told him uh, during the most recent court hearing that the, the that he intended, uh, the judge w- yeah. wasn't going to harm him. And with those words, Jesus has felt a new uh, relief. Uh, he was yeah. allowed to explain, you know, his condition of, of uh, electro-hypersensitivity the judge. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Well, he certainly, he certainly tries hard. You know, he certainly works hard at taking care of himself and getting this lawsuit continued. Um, I think, Curtis, I think we would have a wonderful call if we could have Jesus for a while and then if Dave and Dave, uh, Dave and Curtis, it would be a wonderful call. That's cramming an awful lot into one call, though. Right, right. You know, I think that it'd be very interesting to have Jesus and uh, 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 Curtis. I know he's got he's helping other lawyers. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. And he's got information about lawsuits, doesn't he? Yes. Very upbeat. Well, we we want Dave here too. If Dave can be here, we'd like you too, Dave. What do you want me to ask, uh, uh, Curtis? Well, you've been well. You've talked to Jesus timing-wise. What time? You know, you're. I mean, feel free to arrange the time. You know, um, I don't know if if Jesus needs to get to bed earlier or so, you know. I don't know. Oh, he doesn't. Okay. Well, whatever you think would work out best. You know, we're we're just going to be there from six to you know six Eastern or. Specific time and you know regular time. So, so maybe uh, a yeah. couple of hours for a Jesus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and then since um, I think is- I think Dave and oh they just messed with oh man. Um, I think Dave and and uh, Chris would be great together, don't you? Curtis. Curtis, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. Well, the thing is, you no. Know, uh-huh. um, what are they doing? Curtis Bennett is is you know uh, way big into uh, uh, opposing smart meters and Wi-Fi in the classroom. Yeah. He knows about you know cell phones and power lines and mm-hmm. the radiation coming off of them and and wireless stuff. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know um, although Jesus is definitely targeted uh, for mm-hmm. sure for sure. Um, I don't know that uh, that Curtis Bennett's um, his knowledge uh, is not basically you know it's basically like I said you know um, just uh, preventing the and bringing awareness about wireless damage that uh, wireless technology does not so much the the programs you know the yeah. um, MK Ultra and stuff. I don't know that he knows ah, okay. uh, anything about that. Okay, see, what you're saying is he's technical. He's technical. He's not necessarily about the program. Well, that's true, and then Dave is more about the program. So, okay, whatever would work. I don't know. Dave, come on by if you want to. We'd love to hear from you, as always. But okay. I, we have kind of, I feel like I kind of um, impose on you a little bit. And I very much appreciate your coming here. Yeah, I'll, I'll stop by. 
Yeah, would you? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Good. Okay. That would be great. Linda, thank you for arranging that. That's very cool. Sure, no problem. Happy to do it. Dave, have you heard um, Jesus? Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard. Yeah, okay. I'm wondering. He seems like a very sweet man, you know? Right, right. And, but the thing is, you know, he's got this, this wonderful, he's done some really interesting things legally and set precedents that ought to be more widely known about because, you know, uh, it, it could be, it could help, definitely help this whole thing be a game changer. If, yes. Uh, He's also very upbeat and very, very positive, you know, and that helps, you know, um, about the fact that we can do something, you know. At least that was my, that's what I felt I heard from him, and that's nice. Absolutely. He just keeps, he keeps filing more and more grievances, and <laughs> that is right. He keeps going forward. Yeah. Are we talking about Jesus? Yes. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, he's a, he's such a sweet man, but such a strong man, you know. Boy, are they messing with my computer. Mm, I can barely see my screen right now. Um, so, so anyway, uh, tomorrow yeah. I'll, I'll uh, make sure that he knows the uh, the, uh, the call-in number. Great. And, Great. and uh, see if uh, see if we can get Curtis in. Uh, I don't... I don't know what to ask um, Jesus. Why don't you make sure you come on the call and kind of direct it, will you? <laughs> because I don't really know what to ask him. I'm not that familiar with him. He's you, another, but. he's kind of a self, uh, you know, he, he's more than happy to tell his story. Good, okay. Uh, um, yeah. What do you think people would be most, uh, could get the most uh, good out of what would they like to hear? What part of his I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, whatever, whatever. Well, he can just kind of tell his story, you know. Yeah, yeah, and and ask questions, you know. He's uh, easy to interact with. Yeah, exactly. He's very easy to interact with. That's great. Well, good. Well, Shelly's going to wish she was here. (laughs) Bless her heart. That's good. Uh, Shelly and everybody is in my prayers, of course. Yeah. Good. Is it dry where anybody else is? I feel like I'm wrinkling up like a, or I don't know. They do make us look old, don't they? It's part of what they do to us. Rapid aging. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, concentration camps aren't very beautifying, are they now? What concentration lines? <laughs> yeah, but concentration when camps. <laughs> when your when your arms start to get flaky, like an old lady. Ew. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. No. I am old. <laughs> so it makes sense. But, I mean, I never no, saw that recently. Uh, just recently. No, that's like, that's oh, technology. Man. It's the technology. Hey, my God. Like overnight. It's, it's yeah, that's how it is. Didn't you say coconut oil helps? Yeah, I love coconut oil. I just, I cook with it and I... So I eat it and I put it all over my body and my hair. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you put it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's like it's not coconut oil. It's like it feels like Vaseline. It's coconut. Um, yeah, I, know. I guess fat. The fat of the coconut. Yeah, and it's, it's like, like Vaseline consistency. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. really nice. And I only it's, meant to put because I usually cook with it. And I said 
I thought, you know what, I'm going to put a little bit on my legs because they've been cooked, you know, literally. They looked mm-hmm. like, you know, we all know what it looks like. And so I put it on there, and the next morning I woke up, and I couldn't believe how healed my leg was. So I started wow. putting it all over my body and everything, and I'm like, i got to tell every, all the women about this stuff. Yeah. It's really or even good. the men, you know, they don't want to get old. Yeah, they don't either, but I know, like, yeah. you know. But our skin, you know, women's skin is different than men's. You know, it's the softer and it breaks down easier, you know. so sure does. Also, it really, yeah. I'm looking like, you know, when they talk about um, reptiles, it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a reptilian alien? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm beginning to wonder. I'm looking at my arms and thinking, oh. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Uh, we have to laugh. Yeah. We have to laugh. We yeah. have to, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. They messed with my computer. <laughs> that actually kind of plays into what I was telling you guys about earlier about some of the special access programs. Well, one of them is called the serum, and that's only for lack of a better term. I, I you know, it's going to be another one of those things that would have a number instead of a name. And <clears throat> it will, when they put it in you, if you have the right genes or the lack thereof, it will cause traits that were not there before that are weird. So yeah. when you see some of these people who they're supposedly catching on all these um, uh, television programs where their eyes are slivering out, well, that's one of the side effects of one of the serums. I remember one of them was pink, one of them was a blackish color, one of them was a silvery color, and one of them was green. I remember when they were brainwashing me that... <clears throat> The way that they had the power over my, my mind is I, they were convincing me that I couldn't remove my hands from the bar. They were making me hold on to as they were shooting me up with them. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nasty. So with some people, it might cause something like, you know, I don't know, it, it ties into a lot of that weird stuff I was talking about earlier, like the Project Camelot and the Super Soldier stuff, except Super Soldiers are different. I mean, they don't usually spend as much money on us. Mm-hmm. So it's even the brainwashing isn't going to be quite as complete. And that's going to be part of the reason why me being a person that woke up, you're not going to get the 80% programming and then 20% truth because they never even spent 80% on me. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things when you guys talk about the whole reptilian thing, well, it's a whole other cover story. It's like when they tell us that ancient aliens built the pyramids when we full well know we did it. You know? It's, it's one of those things that's meant to confuse us about our future and our history so that way we don't know enough to defend ourselves. Well, I, I never heard that the aliens built the pyramids. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what I mean. It's, it's one of those narratives that some people yeah, bring up. Like the UFO culture is a, is a big competitor oh. with our TFTI culture because a lot of the people there are TIs and ha- have been human experimentation victims huh. and they believe the story that they've been put with. Like some of the military guys that grew up next to which are Probably part of the reason I got targeted um, were telling me about getting brainwashed for days and days for being in the wrong place and being told, um, were, were you here? Uh, yeah, I was. No, no, you weren't. No, you weren't. Okay, fine. I wasn't here. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. Going back and forth like that, you know, waterboarding them and then not giving them anything to drink while they're doing it or any food and then telling them, well, you know, well, who are we? Oh, we're alien, you know, and just going back and forth until they're so screwed up with what's going on that some of them really started to believe that they had been abducted by aliens. And that's one of the sad truths is that some people out there may very well have been experienced some reptilian extraterrestrial, but most of us are dealing with a cover story that was made to make us believe things that aren't true. 
Well. However, the serum that had that happened, um, I'm quite certain that it will, or at least I was brainwashed to believe that it happened. And I remember that it was painful, and but they can once again hypnotism can induce feelings of pain. So, and one of the jobs that I did do that I did sign security contracts for that didn't have anything to do with I was talking about site maybe cleaning the money. Um, they would sometimes have people come in and um, convince us that um, uh, that something was what it wasn't. Like an example would be if you were a cashier, they'd come in and after communicating with you, they'd hand you a slip of paper and tell you it was money and see whether the suggestion had taken effect. Well, one in six people are going to see money, even though it's a piece of paper. The other five out of six are going to go, oh, no, that's a piece of paper. You need to give me money. Well, that one out of six is going to empty that cash register because you told them it was a $1,000 bill and that they can't cash it there. And it's an example like that. And when you get into a higher security where you're dealing with heavier amounts of money, they, they test you to see whether you're the one out of six. And um, those tests became more and more aggressive until, like I said, I was... And one of the reasons that I got targeted and I was experimented on in the first place, like I said earlier, when they picked me up when I was a kid for getting the, the test score that they were looking for, because they were looking for eidetic memory disorder. It's part of the reason why I woke up from the programming, because eidetic memory disorder is a certain part of your memory separates and doesn't kick in until age kicks in. So the other kids in the program probably don't even remember that they even survived. Yeah, and then when you get older and they, you know, you become more and more of a security threat after being in so many programs, they, they don't let up. So mine might be a very extreme example. Mm-hmm. However, um, these kind of things usually play on each other because, you know, if you, if you don't have mental problems. Like I remember when I was a kid and they were waterboarding me. Um, they didn't really waterboard me because when waterboarding, they elevate your feet so the, so the um, water can drain back out. So basically what they were doing to me at swimming lessons was tying me to that board that's supposed to save my life and drowning yeah. and then resuscitating me and then drowning me. And it's basically made me so fucking scared to talk about what I'm telling you guys about right now. <laughs> and the strangest part about the whole thing is that I can't wrap my head around is why they wouldn't kill the person, you know, me or any other targeted individual, why we're worth so much money to keep silent and then yet continue to pester so I just thought I should interject that right there, that a lot of when you guys are dealing with people, um, you know, ooh, reptilian aliens, you know, they, they could be dealing with somebody who was either brainwashed or they could be dealing with somebody who got hit with the super serum because it makes the body last longer. I mean, a lot of the things that people haven't brought up yet that um, they were experimenting with and other TIs had brought up, and it freaks the crap out of me because I wonder if they're a perp when they bring it up, which is... Um, well, that's one thing we never know. Yeah, well, I'm going to sound so stupid saying this. You know, I'm probably sound like one myself, but one of the things, other things I was exposed to was um, time travel and dimensional things. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in those special access programs that I'm not surprised that everybody who has something to do with them has to be brainwashed to even have that security clearance. I don't know, but I'll tell you, my perps are disconnecting me from this screen constantly. They're just I'm on. They say, I'm not going to... They're really messing with me tonight. This is not working. I'm going to say, Dave, thank you so much for coming, you guys. I, I'm just being perped all over the place on this call. Um, I'm going to I'm going to shut it down. This is ridiculous. I can't even control the call. 
Um, Dave, thank you so much for coming, very much. Would love to see you. Are you yeah. there? Good. Yeah, I'm still here. Really, people really appreciate what you've got to say and what you're doing. Somebody's yeah. really messing. Hold it. Maybe I'll just turn on the Wi-Fi just for now to see if that works, see if they'll leave me alone. Hey, Dave, I'll talk to you in the morning, okay? Okay, sounds good. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be heading towards uh, Wildwood. Okay. What time do you think you're going to get out of there, do you think? Uh, it's a 22-mile hike, so I kind of want to uh, get going early. It, it'd be nice. Well, it, it, I, it's stormy, though, so, you know, I want to get going okay. early, and, you know, if I have to take cover at some point, um, okay. I, I want to get done before, you know, it gets too late in the evening. Okay. All right. All right. Well, good night. You get some rest. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks everyone. Have, have a good nice night. Walk. Dave, thank you. Good night. Thank you, Dave. Yep, you have a good, good night. walk tomorrow. Good night. Okay, you guys, this is just ridiculous. I keep getting this sign that says I'm disconnected from the server, and then it shuts out again. And then it... All right. Well, this is not going to work. You guys, I'm going to shut the call down. I can't control it anymore. So, thank you, Linda. Thank, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so guys. Much Bye, Linda. Goodbye, you guys. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming. Hope to see thank you tomorrow you. night, and I hope to see you next Friday, okay? Well, and, of course, on Ella's calls on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then Shelly's call on Wednesday. <laughs> I can go on and on. Anyway, okay. <laughs> anyway, you guys, thank you so much for coming. Thank okay. you, Linda. Bye, All Linda. Right. <laughs> Bye-bye, you guys. Bye. Good night. Okay. Well, they won't even let me end the call. <laughs> These guys are just...